When I was surrounded by strangers, everyone looking more foreign to me by the minute, it was when you walked in that I felt like I was home. Walking down this road, the people, the buildings, the cars, all began to feel gigantic as I shrunk down into the pavement. But you grabbed my hand, and I felt like a giant. In this chaotic, twisting, and turning world, you have always been my North Star. And I wanted to thank you. Welcome to Yelling at Birds. Matt here. I am glad that you're here with me. I appreciate it. I hope you're having a wonderful day, a wonderful week so far. It is the hump day, and there's been a little, there's been a few things happening. It's been kind of a crazy busy week, a crazy busy few weeks. And um, with some of the stuff that is going on, you know, I kind of felt a little, uh, towards the end half of last week, some. I don't know if stress is the right right, right way to put it, but um, definitely some added tension in kind of thoughts about what's going on, uh, the current state of of the country and the world, and you know our place in everything. What was concerning, or what is concerning, is and you're seeing quotes and pundits and um, articles coming out now saying this very thing that it seems like we're on we're at a sort of turning point obviously um, articles of impeachment have been brought up for brought up for our president and that's not the and obviously that alone seems like a turning point but it just seems like there's been such a such a cult cult of personality uh, developed over the last few years and a little before that, that it's all kind of feeling, and this doesn't mean it's true, but it's all just kind of feeling like it's coming up to the surface. And that kind of causes a lot of, of stress everywhere. You know, whether it be, um, I mean, there's a few things, a few quotes, tweets, referencing uh, a civil war-like divide. And... That's not the only one. I mean, there's, you know, multiple from the president himself uh, quoting, referencing the Civil War, not saying, you know, in direct quotes that it's going to start a civil war, but even with you know, some of the some of the right wing followers and ex right wing extremists hearing that word or hearing that phrase, it's I mean, that's that's a typical dog whistle. It it can be something that sparks uh, inspiration in a larger group of people that feel this duty to um, protect, I guess, protect the Republican presidency in any 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 way necessary, any with any means necessary. So it feels like, and it feels like that's a very real possibility. That even mentioning that, it's going to lead some people um, to action. Like legitimate blood on the streets from people who believe it's their it's their duty to take up arms and, and defend the president 
against what they see as a tyrannical um, part of our process. They see it as a de democratic takeover of the presidency, which impeachment is one of the duties of Congress. When they feel that, obviously, the or when they feel the president is abusing his power of office, his place, for his own personal gain, against the interests of the country, or against the interests of a free society. So that's what's going on. And, you know, I kind of get that feeling, and I feel that, and, I mean, I don't know what there is for me to do, really, about it. Because, you know, me sitting here talking... I mean, I'm not going to grab a gun and run into the streets and join in the fire. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, and I highly doubt that that that's going to happen. It just feels like we're at that at at a turning point. And for for good or for worse, you know, we do like talking and we do like um not threat. Well, well, we like threatening. We like threatening action, and the follow-through is much, much more difficult to kind of keep that sustained rage and turn that into actual events. So I just thought about that a lot and thought about and kind of felt myself with, and it's easy to happen these days with, you know, you know whether you're, you know, on the left or the right, or wherever you are on the political spectrum, there's being a lot. There's a lot of money being made in in media, in news media, and updating because it's been such a batshit presidency so far. And you know, 2016 was crazy. This presidency has been crazy. It's like it's there's something new every day. So I think it feels like more than ever we're glued to the constantly updated news cycle. And we've known for a long time that the news cycle tends to lean towards um, negative uh, negativity and fear. And now it's just been, you know, multiplied so much that the stories are coming faster. The events are crazier. The, the amount of fear is, you know, much larger. And it's, I know personally myself, I feel that if I don't unplug and just, but it doesn't matter. You know, if you unplug, you the second you plug back in, it all comes flooding in. But if I don't unplug, then that that promoting fear and hate and separation and everything that comes with it can really bring me to like a just a a dark and kind of not really sad. It's just just a a dark and and scared place for the future of us, of all of us. And that's tough because that's not really, that's not really what, what we're meant to be doing in this whole thing. I don't think, I mean, technological advancements are great and business success is wonderful, but if we're not, you know, living a full and connected life with one another, then it feels like we're just, you know, standing still or going backwards. But no matter, I mean, no matter what's happening, there are things that you can do. And I'm, 
you know, I kind of got into that dark place mentally thinking about all of this stuff, all of the bad things that seem to be going on and are going on, not even just here, around the world. And I get, my mind gets locked up, locked up in that so much to where it's just like I'm stressed out day in and day out over nothing, or like, it's not over nothing, but it's over something that there's, the stress doesn't lead to anything other than me continually being more stressed and tired. So I started thinking, you know, every once in a while that happens, you get caught in a negative cycle and you have to really just kind of suck your, you know, pull yourself right out of it or just sit and stop for a second and gather yourself and just think, you know, think about what you're doing and what thoughts you're giving your time to, giving your attention to. And, you know, when I do that, I think about, well, what are things I can do? You know, I can't, I can't get world leaders on the phone and tell them to grow the fuck up. I can't talk to each and every person that disagrees with me and have them, you know, come to understand what I think, which if, which, you know, then I, that forces me to ask myself, you know, would I, would I be willing to understand the person I disagree with? And, you know, I, I hope I would be able to, but I can't guarantee it. Um, so, yeah, so just think about the things, things you can do. And, you know, I, f I think about a few things, you know, you, you can make, you know, you can get up each and every day with the right mindset to just be good to yourself, be good to one another. Try your best in your immediate circle to understand each other. Have open conversations. You might learn something. Because deep down, you know, we all want to, we all want the same things. We want to feel, you know, we want to feel heard. We want to feel important. We want to feel loved. We want to feel warm. We want to feel safe. We want what's best for our family. We want what's best for our friends. And that person walking towards you on the sidewalk that you've never seen before, they want those same things for their family and friends and for themselves. We just disagree sometimes to the most extreme on how we get those things. How do we get to a place where we all feel included and important and that we're on the right track for something? And I think a big part of that is just, you know, what mindset are you bringing into every day? And if I'm, if I'm sitting here thinking about all the bad things happening in the world that I can't have any immediate control over and can really do nothing about, then I am going into each and every day with a terrible mindset. It's like doom and gloom on steroids, no matter what. Even the most simple tasks, if something goes wrong, you know, the back of my mind, it's like, well, we're all going to start shooting each other pretty soon, so who gives a shit? Um, and that's, obviously, that's not constructive. So I think that it's important, no matter what is happening, to really just take some time every day. And you don't really have to have any other intention other than just reflect on yourself. Think about 
think about your interactions from the day maybe think about how you felt and ask yourself if is that a product of the energy that you brought to the day I think that's important because you can you can affect a lot of change but it has to start with yourself and it has to start with the people immediately around you and there's really nothing standing in your way from doing that there's really nothing standing in your way from taking time to think about well how how do you want to act every day or think about what you really want to do with your life what's important to you and there's nothing stopping you from at least taking the first few baby steps towards whatever that is because i think a lot of the what plays on fear is um, people not being happy, unhappiness. It's hard, it's, well, it's, it's easy to get miserable people scared. And it's easy to get them all worked up over something if they're not confident and happy with themselves. And I think that's the biggest, well kind of hyperbole but I mean that's another issue with and and maybe I'm projecting on their people but you know obviously you know we've seen those stories come out when Facebook started to gain popularity and Instagram uh, social media platforms where people only share the best of themselves and it creates this sort of false sense of happiness and then it um, kind of what uh, you know in the I think it was like late 90s or you know, fashion magazines, how they create, created this impossible standard, this impossible standard of beauty, and led to, you know, generations of people that had this just twisted idea of what the human body needed to look like and what happiness was. And social media d does the same thing. You know, if you if you click on there, we, in our own personal lives, we have, you know, obviously the broad range of of emotions you know we go through each day and we might be bored or feel like we screwed something up or happy or anything and you go on obviously you go on Facebook and you're seeing nothing but people sharing the best of themselves it creates this false sense of this false sense that you're not doing you know you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing so there's so that's a hurdle, but it's not something that, I mean, it's something you should be able to realize, and it's not stopping you from pursuing what you want to pursue in this world. And I believe that if the more we do that, the more we take baby steps in, baby steps towards what you really want out of life, whether it seems, whether that goal seems attainable right now or not, start taking baby steps towards it. And it's crazy how much that affects your outlook on life and how much that affects your, um, what am I trying to say? Your, your ability to be swayed by fear. It makes it, makes it a little more difficult. So that's one thing. That's just one thing. And it's huge. Thinking about your outlook on life. Now, that doesn't change reality. 
It doesn't it doesn't mean slapping on a, a happy face and ignoring all of the bad things going on. It it means accepting reality and choosing to either pay more attention to the good that's going on, that is going on in light of everything, or actually thinking constructively about things that you can do in the immediate um, to to those in your immediate circle, to those that you interact with on a day by day basis, to help lessen their burden through life. There's no reason not to, and there's nothing standing in your way. So I thought about that, and really, it's it's my own fault. Whenever I get into these kind of stressed out, negative, worried funks, scared funks, uptown funk, sorry, um, because I know it's it's just it's another addiction, addicted to the news cycle, because holy shit, what a news cycle. But the only thing it does is it just pulls me out of um, our day-to-day life. And it's another, I mean, another thing that that addiction does, pulling you out of your day-to-day life. Because that is life. What you do at the end of the line, your life is just every single day you've lived, add it all up. So really, the day that you're living right now, each present day is the most important day of your life. And every single thing you choose to do in each day is all going to get added up to the end. So it's not like, so, I mean, you can take a rest day, things like, I'm getting off topic. Each day is important and we lend too much, um, obviously things that are happening on the world stage with world leaders or with celebrities or with, um, ah, fuck it. I don't know. Anything that's happening on the world stage seems like that is real life, and that's big things happening. But all that is, all that is, is people with much more responsibility living their everyday life, making their decisions. So, the trip that you take to the grocery store today isn't any less real than an actor going to the Emmys. It's, it's a, it's a piece of the building block that is your life. And it's just important as someone that's on television. So that's another thing that, you know, took a while to realize. And it's really weird when I start to think about it because I'm I'm 34 and I feel I still feel that when I see people on TV, they're grown-ups, like athlete, you ever get that? You're watching, you know, playoff baseball is starting right now and everyone's like 20. But they, I feel like they're adults because they're on, they're professional athletes and they're playing televised games. But they're just other people that want the best for themselves and the people in their immediate circle. There's really no difference. We all do what we can do to make sure that we have a roof over our heads, food in our stomachs, clothing. And a little bit of entertainment here and there. We just all do different things to get that. We're just all trading resources. I don't know what my initial intention was with starting this this one today. 
I just knew that this is something I just need to do every once in a while because my head was getting pretty full of a lot of thoughts and it's nice and I appreciate you listening, especially you. You know who you are, you. Um, I appreciate you listening so I can just get it out. Get it out of my brain. Log it here. So maybe I can go back to it and listen again. Maybe not. I don't know. But just clear my head. This is almost like a form of meditation for me. So I appreciate you listening. And I think that's all I had. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this cold, rainy night. I'm going to stare out the window like Joey looking at his rain fountain on Friends. Whatever the hell that was. I wish you to do the same. Enjoy your night. Think about your... Think about your mindset tomorrow and do what the fuck you want to do.